Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro. Coach, author, and blogger who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah. And her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Very excited for this episode we're about to do. I first have a confession to make, and that is that I believe I am very energetically sensitive. I don't even know what that means. I guess that means I'm not energetically sensitive. Well, basically what it means is that each of us is made up of energy. We radiate energy. And so, of course, we're capable of being highly influenced by the energy of other people. And so when I say that I'm energetically sensitive, it basically means that I can very easily sense the energy of other people. And that could mean that it's light, positive energy, or of course, dark and negative energy. Well, I definitely know which category I'm in. Well, I'm glad that you can acknowledge that because, yeah, I would say that you (laughs) have dark negative energy. (laughs) But on a positive note, I wouldn't go as far as to say that you're an energy vampire, which means that you feed off the life force of the positive, loving people such as myself. Well, I tend to keep my dark energy to myself in my cozy little lair. Anyway, let's perhaps give a proper definition to everybody listening of what an energy vampire is. And there's even a book out there called Dodging Energy Vampires, which I've read, but I'm totally drawing a blank on who is the author of that. But basically, we all know energy vampires. Probably a lot of us have many of them in our lives. Constantly needs validation and seeks acceptance, uh, reassurance seeking from everybody else. And energy vampires are often jealous people. They can be very manipulative and definitely common to be narcissistic. They love to play the victim role. You just really want to pay close attention to the people where your energy energy increases around them and then who it decreases around. So who are the people that make you feel more stressed out or more overwhelmed? Who are the people that make you feel anxious or super irritable? Sometimes these energy vampires can even make you physically ill. So it's really important that we pay close attention to the people that are around us and the people we spend the most time with because I hate to say it, 
guys, but that is the universe giving you a big clue of who you should stay away from. And then on the other side of the coin, the people who you should really embrace and want in your life. So for instance, Sarah, you should feel really awesome when you're around me and want to spend as much time as humanly possible with me. Oh yes, when I'm with you, I feel like I'm just sliding down a rainbow into a lush field of daisies. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Thank you. But no, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, right? Even if you think I'm on another woo-woo bullshit episode, you know that there are certain people who just exude super dark, heavy energy, right? Those are my people. Well, they're not my people. And in fact, I feel very blessed that I have people like one of my good friends, Emily, who should probably be hosting this episode with me and not you, but she's actually a a legitimate energy healer. And when we are together out in public, she's that person that is complimenting strangers all the time. And I don't do that as much as I should, but I must admit, it's really cool to see these people face just light up. Actually, maybe we should do a Google search for ways we can all project more energy instead of just talking about how to avoid energy vampires because even though for me I genuinely do feel as though I radiate good positive energy, I probably don't really make people feel at ease until they actually talk to me or get to know me. I feel like you probably look like a giant bitch when you're walking around normally. Would you think it's because I have a sharp pointy face? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Or maybe because I have such good posture that comes across as like arrogant? Yeah, that probably doesn't help either. Or do you think it's because I'm just so damn fit and gorgeous people are just haters? Well, you kind of walk, I don't know, like you have an attitude or something. But then I also Mm. feel like I haven't been out in public with you in a long time. So maybe now you're like fucking Elmo for all I know. Happy, happy, dear. (laughs) Hi there. All right. I'm going to Google right now because clearly this is something that I need to work on too. Let's discuss how to channel good positive energy to the outside world. Although it's probably extra difficult nowadays because of the masks, you know, they're certainly not helping. Yeah, totally. And I admit that at first I loved the mask wearing because I felt like Sonya Blade. Although I guess she's a fucking bitch too. But anyway, on that note, let's provide some tips for myself and all of our listeners who look like assholes. And what about you anyway? You think you look nicer than me? No, but I'm not claiming to have light flowing energy. (sighs) A mindful meathead moment with Sam Shorkey. I have found on Happify.com, this appears to be a good list of tips. Number one, make yourself a priority. If you feel good about yourself, it'll be much easier to project that inner contentment out into the world. Look after yourself and make it a habit to do those little self-care things that make you feel good. And hey, I totally do this. I do not. Number two, remember what's fact 
and what's a thought. We're human, so we'll have less than flattering thoughts about ourselves sometimes. So what we can do is rewire ourselves to separate fact from thought. Number three, use positive words. So saying things like, I am grateful for, I am willing to, I would love to learn, etc., etc., will take you a long way. The way we communicate directly impacts the energy we give off. So using words like love, solution, happy, secure, etc., will channel a more cheerful outlook. Truthfully, I just started doing a little gratitude practice with Harry, my two year old, every night before we put him to bed. And we talk about some of the things we're thankful for. And I love this and super cute and good practice for him while he's still so young and impressionable. And this makes me think of my energy healer friend, Emily, again, because she is always telling me she loves me. And she's always sending everyone love and light. And I know when I'm bitching about somebody or something, her reaction is often, hmm, well, let's send him love. And it's totally one of her catchphrases, but it seems to rub off on me. And I find myself doing that to clients sometimes too, saying, okay, sending you love and light. Okay, well, here's one I am really bad for is number four, smile more. And I know it's a small action that can make a huge difference, even if it's not a genuine smile, it'll make you look friendlier and appear more outgoing and this will attract the positive energy you want, yada, yada, yada. I wish I could smile more, but I just, I really struggle with this one. Yeah, do you ever smile? Well, I guess I'm grateful for the lack of smile line wrinkles on my face because (laughs) of my resting bitch face. But I I don't know, despite being an extrovert and feeling like I am a joyful, cheerful, good energy filled ray of positive shining light that never smiles. Yeah, I really need to put more effort towards this. So who is with me for the smile challenge in the new year? Let's start smiling under those masks more. Keep smiling. (laughs) Keep Keep shining. shining. No, you can always can. On me. For sure. Number five, work towards accomplishing a goal. Working towards and then achieving your goals is a massive confidence booster. Others around you will pick up on your empowerment and see that you value and believe in yourself and your dreams. Excellent idea, Happify.com. In fact, I think everyone listening with the start of a new year should go visit jackedonthebeanstalk.com and sign up right away for 12 weeks of customized coaching. Hashtag new year, new me, coaching with Sam Shorkey. And together, we can help you work towards accomplishing that goal of feeling your best. That sounds like some evil energy at work right there. Number six, see others in a flattering light. When you're speaking with someone, think of the things you love or appreciate about them. They'll feel the positive vibes you're directing towards them, channel that same energy themselves, and maybe even reflect it back to you. Is that what you do when you're around me? You just stare at me thinking about all the things you love about me? No, I could totally work on this one more for sure. Yeah, I think the only people 
people I look at like that are my kids. Yeah, me too, come to think of it. Yeah, I remember you used to make fun of me for that. Yes! Now, yeah, now you're a cheese ball too. Yeah. Kids, they do it to you. Number seven. Well, we already touched on this one, and I'm proud to say I've been doing it more now than I ever have for sure, and that is give compliments. Showing you appreciate someone serves two purposes. It makes them and you feel good, and we all deserve those feelings. Start acknowledging when someone does something you admire and compliment them to create an instant boost in your mood. So yeah, obviously I agree with this one. Uh, I would say I'm fairly good at compliments. Although I can't even think of the last time you complimented me. I don't throw them around willy-nilly. Well, if I'm thinking the other day I complimented somebody and it was, wow, that's a great color on you. And it was really nice blue. Maybe if you ever add a splash of color that isn't diarrhea toned or somewhere on the fecal colored spectrum, I would throw you a compliment. But diarrhea looks so good on me. It really (laughs) does, everyone. Like, and it's funny, I was wearing a diarrhea gym shirt the other day and someone said, wow, that color looks so good on you. See, it's not just me. Everyone appreciates me in diarrhea. See, I see that color and all I see is shit. Literal shit. And do you know, I just bought a diarrhea jacket? Yes, I did. Number eight, live in the moment. You didn't compliment me on that coat either. It looks like diarrhea. Live in the moment. (laughs) Put your phone away when you're grabbing lunch with a friend or turn off the TV when you're cooking yourself a nice meal. Distractions prevent us from living in the moment and savoring even the most seemingly mundane tasks. Oh, you're horrible for distractions. Yeah, I feel like I need constant distractions. I feel like I could use more. See, but I love listening to podcasts while I'm cooking or having the TV on in the background while I'm working. And my whole rationale is the same thing I tell clients is you need to pair something you don't want to do with something that excites you. And that's how you become a more productive person. So, you know, Hapavai, I don't think I really agree with you on this one. Said the person with severe ADD and uh, (laughs) inability to focus. Number nine. Oh, here's one we already covered that clearly you were wrong about. Number nine is practice good posture. It says your posture is an excellent nonverbal indication of how you feel about yourself. So stand or sit up straight, unfold your arms, and open up your shoulders to send signals that you are approachable. Well, clearly this one is a crock of shit because I am forever complimented on my excellent posture, yet no one approaches me. And you just said at the beginning of this episode that my posture makes me look like a stuck-up bitch. Fuck you, Happify.com. <laughs> yeah, and I'm crippled. I can't stand up straight. Fuck you, Happify.com. <laughs> Number 10, be more generous. Tip the waiter more. Hold the door open for the person behind you. Offer to help your roommate with a task. Surprise your loved one by cleaning the apartment. Leave a kind note for a friend or a coworker. When you're generous to those around you, you'll notice a definite shift in the atmosphere and in the energy you attract. 
think I'm pretty good about this one. And it's interesting they mention the leaving a kind note because again, Emily, my energy healer friend, does this all the time. She literally will carry around little like love notes with her at all times and she's forever giving strangers these little notes with, even when she comes over to my place, she will clean my house for me sometimes. And if she sleeps over, she always leaves a little love note saying, you know, thank you for having me. I had so much fun. You're such a, a beautiful person. It is such a sweet little gesture that always leaves me feeling very loved. So I'm all for this one as well. That reminds me of a friend I have who every time she goes through a drive through she buys a coffee for the car behind her. Mm. And I was absolutely floored when she told me that. Like, what a kind thing to do. And I would imagine that just that little gesture, the difference it could make in a person's mood or day. Okay, Happify.com's final tip is actually a personal favorite and one I was planning to cover on this podcast before we totally got sidetracked with this list, and that is practicing good faith. What I mean by good faith is knowing that the energy you give off is what you'll attract. And if there's any takeaway from this episode that I want you guys to go out into the world with, it is that taking care of yourself, focusing on gratitude, being kind to others, working hard, surrounding yourself with positive influences, keeping that energetic frequency high, and you will project that positive energy you desire. That means that the energy you give out to others attracts more of the same energy right back to you. So really let that one sink in, especially you, Sarah. You receive the same energy that you put out. You do that and watch how things are going to change. And honestly, that that really means not just shutting out the energy vampires in your life, but keeping the good energies around you more. And so as we were just saying, you know, our kids, when we're able to just smile like a moron watching our, our kids play or seeing Harry laugh his head off and play and, and just be in his creative, innocent energy or doing something nice for mom and dad or telling them how much I love and appreciate all that they do for me and Harry. That's what I'm talking about. That is the good energy that we need to bring more into our lives. And one last thing that I really wanted to cover on this episode before we sign off is how we can all protect our own energy. If say you do have to deal with somebody draining or a full out energy vampire. And I wanted to share a story with everyone of something that I have dealt with. And it was basically, after I had broken up with a boyfriend, after we busted up, I did end up having sex with him. I'm sure we've all been there. But what was really interesting the next day is I woke up feeling so low and heavy. Like I I just felt awful in every way possible. And I talked to him and he went on and on about how amazing he felt. So I immediately called up my energy healer friend, Emily, and I, I remember telling her about this. And she immediately said, 
said, well, you took him into your body and he depleted you of your energy source. And she explained how when you have sex with somebody, you're of course going to pick up on some of their energy. And it's only natural that when you are allowing someone to enter into your body, of course, like you're depositing energy into each other. And so sickness and disease, as we all know, can be easily passed off during sex. And why wouldn't the same apply to our energy and our attitude? So anger, joy, sadness, excitement, these are all vibrational energies that can totally be passed on to the next person through sex. And sexual energy especially, like that is one of the most intense and satisfying exchanges that we can participate in. Sex has a ton of power. And like, I mean, think about when you have an orgasm, you can like literally feel your life force energy flowing through your whole body. So it only makes sense that when you're having some sex with somebody who is energetically aligned with you, you're going to be filled with with so much light and love and power. But if you are not aligned, you're probably going to feel depleted and drained of your own energy. And the next morning, much like I experienced that time, you're going to wake up feeling depressed, low, irritated, or like some people, you could even feel physical body aches depending how bad their energy is. So I remember asking Emily, okay, well, how the hell do I get rid of this energy? She had a lot of good tips and I could share with everybody. You didn't have to cleanse your yoni, did you? I did a vaginal steam, douche, and canestin yeast treatment immediately after. Did you really? No! (laughs) (laughs) But I did wash my sheets and I saged the fuck out of my bedroom. Emily also suggested doing a bath filled with the crystals that she had given me full of good energy, but I admit I didn't do that. I did, however, drive to mom and dad's and spend some time in nature. I went for a workout and really just tried to release some of those feelings via a good old sweat sesh. But I did think it would be fun to share for anybody who say is in a situation where maybe they are ready to get rid of a relationship that they're still holding on to. Maybe you had a really traumatic experience happen to you that you just still feel energetically connected to that person or thing. And I'm sure we could all relate to that because something that Emily and I have done together a few times in the past is it's called a cord cutting ceremony and for the love of God and we literally cut these energetic cords that connect us to our exes or to a toxic person or situation or thing whatever that might be for you Sarah's just super excited for this (laughs) but basically you're taking back your power because you're going to cut these energetic cords that have formed between you and this other person and if that energy no longer serves you, then you should do a cord cutting ceremony. And I think that's a great way to conclude this episode by doing the literal practice. So Sarah, is there anyone or anything that you would like to take your energy back from? I don't even know what that means. Okay, well, for instance, I just ended a relationship a couple of months ago. And I also just a few weeks ago had to end a friendship because I really did feel like that person was 
was very much an energy vampire. So I will be channeling these two people right now. And I guess, Sarah, you can just go sit in the corner and jerk off or something. Yeah, I'll be pulling my cord in the corner. A mindful meathead moment with Sam Shorky. Object on the Beanstalk! Oh, hello, everyone. I guess I felt it appropriate to bring back the voice from our Energy Flows Where Attention Goes podcast because it seems quite fitting for this mindful meathead moment. But basically, dear friends, we're all going to find a nice, relaxing, quiet place to sit down right now. And you could light a candle or burn some sage to help set the scene if that feels good good for you in this moment, or what my dear friend Emily and I have done during past cord-cutting ceremonies, is we will write the person's name down onto a piece of paper, and then we imagine this silver cord or piece of rope being attached to ourselves, our belly button, and to this other person or thing that we wish to be released from, and we say aloud, I release, let go, and cut... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just looked up at Sarah while I was doing that voice, which was a bad idea. You're putting the cord around my neck. (laughs) Okay, let's take this seriously, though, because I do think this can benefit all of us. I'll stop doing the smart-ass voice and just stare at the microphone. I won't look at Sarah anymore. Okay, here we go. I release, let go, and cut all energetic cords that no longer serve my highest purpose. Any cords attached that are not aligned with love and harmony will now be severed, demolished, and destroyed never to return. All of my energy returns to me, filling me with peace and vitality. And I return the energy that I still hold from you. May we both be free, free from the ties that bind us. And then we basically take that piece of paper and you can cut it up into two pieces or a million pieces. You could burn it if that's what feels better for you. And then you can scatter those pieces of paper, throw them in the garbage or blow the ashes outside, whatever feels good for you. And then you could say, and so it is, whatever feels good for you. And that's essentially how you can move on from a situation that that is draining your energy. What am I doing here? I need to fire you again, I think. (laughs) How about announce the Patreon prize? Oh, wait, no, you can't even do that on this episode. Mostly because we actually have something fun, a little extra prize to include with our JOTB swag bag this week. And it is a rumble super shake. Let's get ready to rumble. (laughs) That's pretty good. Actually, I really enjoy these rumble super shakes, which are basically a pre-mixed, ready-to-enjoy protein super shake, meaning all kinds of superfoods have been added, making it a total meal replacement, no shaker cup necessary. Just crack that baby open and you're getting 16 grams of plant-based protein, 5 grams of fiber, 
fiber, 2,000 milligrams of omega-3s, 80 milligrams of which is DHA, which is difficult to find in plant form. So we will toss this lucky winner a bottle or two with their Patreon prize. Just depends how much shipping is going to cost me for one bottle versus two, full disclosure. <laughs> uh, so who is the lucky winner, Sarah? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Winner is... Oh, Phil. Phil! Congratulations, Phil. I love Phil. Congrats. And happy holidays to everyone listening. Whatever you celebrate, happiest of holidays, and happy friggin' New Year too, eh? Have yourself a non-energy-sucking Christmas. But I really do want to sing that Luscious Jackson song because it's such a good song and I bet not one of our listeners even knows it. But hey, in in the spirit of giving compliments, I thought you were pretty fucking cool in the 90s, Sarah, when you were super into Annie DeFranco and Luscious Jackson and I remember listening I... to it all the time too because you listened to it and I thought it was good, good shit. Well, I'd blast it from my room in the basement and it would carry through the heat vent up into your room upstairs. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just like me singing Ace of Bass, I saw the sign at the top of my lungs would apparently echo down into your room, giving you plenty of ammunition to make so much fun of me for many years, giving me a complex for years as well. So thank you for that. But look at you now. Now you can embrace horribly singing to the world <laughs> on each and every podcast. Very true. And on that positive note, let us conclude the energy sucking episode by singing Energy Sucker by Luscious Jackson. And seriously, everybody listening, go listen to the actual song because it is so frigging good. I think I'm even going to download it and uh, I'll link it up on the show notes for this episode too. All right, here we go. I'm stone free, soulless one. I wash myself down to the dust. I might be a mess, but I try to stay pure. You're taking away my soul, my soul. Hey, energy sucker. I'm a a goddess, I'm not your mother. Hey, you're soulless. I guess we can end there. Yeah. You are kind of soulless. What? No. I just prefer to keep my cord all coiled up and knotted inside. That doesn't sound healthy. But on that note, happy holidays, everybody! And may 2022 be full of good energy and Mm -hmm. stay away from those energy suckers, you hear? Until next year, bitches! Shorky Sisters out!